are listening to Up To Me Radio, the best in inspirational talk radio. It's up to me. Welcome to Keeping It Real with Jimbo. In today's episode, we're going to talk all about ways that you can get strong. Now, my guest today is a dude from Arizona named Josh Williams. And Josh actually got involved in the weightlifting scene back in the day when he was a jun- in junior high. And his story is actually pretty incredible. I wanted to bring him on for a few reasons. One, because he walks the walk and he talks the talk. And that's not an easy feat. And because when most people think about going to a health club, the majority of folks want to lose weight. We read articles and books. We listen to radio shows and podcasts like this one. And most of the time we come away with weight. It's not always about weight. Today, we're going to talk about weight, strength, and muscle mass. And we're going to do it in a healthy way. When Josh decided to start an exercise regiment, he weighed in at a whopping 135 pounds. He started to take his new lifestyle seriously, so he changed his diet and his exercise regimen. After a sports injury, he ended up taking advantage of his injury as a learning experience. Since that day, he is up to 225 massive pounds of muscle and has actually shredded that down to a solid 200 pounds. He has exceeded his expectations immensely with his fitness journey and his healthy mindset because to him and his clients, this lifestyle is needed to build a healthy spirit, mind, and body. So thanks, Josh, for being here. What's up, man? Hey, how you doing today? I'm doing well, man. You know, uh, just to be honest with you, Josh, you know, what I like to do is to kind of start, you know, just to kind of tell us a little bit about what you're wanting to do and just tell the folks a little bit about, you know, something that something that had happened to you, you know, or to one of your members or one of your clients that just kind of stands out to you, you know, so, something that maybe have motivated you, somebody in the gym that you maybe have seen. Talk, talk, t- tell me a little bit about something like that, Josh. Yeah, of course. So I started uh, my journey down when I was in about starting eighth grade of junior high. And from there, I've always I've looked at multiple people and like multiple sources online just to see where I can go from there, because I really wanted to pursue my journey in fitness a lot further than what I currently had with my knowledge. So someone that I really would look for and look up to a lot, it was actually one of these people. So I worked at a lot of gyms. Um, one of the gyms I worked at was 24 Hour Fitness and one huge huge thing that's always stuck out to me was a story I was actually told by one of my managers there. So um, this story kind of inspired me to even continuously pursue where I was currently at in my fitness journey even more than ever so before. Um, it was it was a story of, uh, I believe it was a father that was coming in. He was very overweight. And he came in saying that his doctor was just saying, if you don't lose this weight, you may not be able to see your grandchildren, your children anymore, um, because you probably won't make it. You are um, exceedingly overweight. Your health styles are not good, and you got to get yourself on track. And the best, and he was in a wheelchair. He couldn't even stand up. He was that um, to the point where he needed to lose the weight, or he would not be able to continue. And right. the journey that he went 
through when I was, what I was being told from this was he came in, spoke to the sales team and the uh, fitness team at the location I worked at and kind of explained the whole story to them. And the thing that really sticks out to me is in the fitness world, you do have people that will try to bring you down, but a lot of people, surprisingly enough, will always bring you up. So one thing that this fitness coach actually explained to him is that we will not give up on you. We are going to make sure that in the next six months to a year, you are going to start your journey and continuously pursue what you are going to be able to do. You're going to be able to get out of that wheelchair and be able to run up a hill with your children, your grandchildren and whatnot. And about a year and a half later, after continuously, because the manager that I was speaking of that explained the story was a district manager. So he wasn't in the building a very much ton. So when the guy would be in, he'd be working out. And about a year and a half later, the district manager was actually in the building. And this is the story that kind of just stuck out to me the most, was that he actually was in his wheelchair, rolled up in. And instead of uh, just rolling up to him and explaining how he's been doing, he stood up and he didn't even recognize him. It was about, I think, the thing at the time was about 450 pounds. And he stood up around at 280 and was able to walk and shake his hand. And it was the most amazing story I've ever heard to be able to see a weight loss journey. But the greatest thing was it wasn't just straight weight loss. It was a lot of muscle building throughout the journey. And he was actually able to explain that he was able to move around with his grandchildren, be able to um, have a longer lifespan, continuously do better in his fitness journey. And he doesn't see himself going back. And stories as of that one just allows me to just continuously pursue my fitness journey and go further where I want to go because I was very close to actually I was told by multiple people I looked honestly anorexic at the, uh, I was about six foot, six foot one ish, um, 125, 130 pounds. And at that weight and height, it isn't very healthy to be around the area if you're not doing anything about it. So I ended up doing something about it and took my journey as in that story that that guy took his journey and built further into our lifespan and lifestyle. So that's where I am currently at. And that's where it just always sticks out to me. It allows me to feel like if someone can do the imaginable, unimaginable, anyone can kind of do the same. Oh, absolutely. And you know, something that that's an incredible story, Josh. And, you know, me and you come from similar fitness backgrounds. Mm-hmm. You know, we both started off, you know, in a gym selling memberships and you get a oh, chance yeah. to, you know, you get a chance to, to meet a lot of incredible people and hear a lot of incredible stories you know, and really today's story is going to be about you, your fitness journey. So what I want to know is a little bit about some of your exercise routine that help you build all that muscle. Okay. I want to know a little bit about some of your favorite exercises and a little bit about your nutrition and your supplements that you take. So tell us a little bit about your fitness journey and how you built that lean muscle tissue. Of course. So like I said, I started around in my eighth grade year. I'm currently a junior in college, I'm about to be 20 years old. And I started when I was around 13-ish. Um, I've been doing this for about seven years. And obviously, at the beginning, it was very hard because I had very little knowledge of what I was doing. Um, I actually started in CrossFit training instead of actually jumping into a gym and doing routines. Which actually, I would be completely honest, genuinely helped me have a routine and an idea that there has to be a set um, schedule and a set plan of what you're going to be doing throughout the day for your routines. So after about two years, I was in football as well. So I had a lot of cardio activity throughout that as well and weightlifting experience. Um, about my sophomore year into junior year of high school, 
I was in the middle of a transfer from one school to another, still wanting to play football. And at that point in time, I was really pushing my fitness uh, journey further than I ever have. So at that time, I set up a schedule, a plan with myself and a nutrition diet and all and what I will be taking to better my health. Because at that point, I realized I was pushing myself for about three years. I definitely built took off some of the fat, but I was still in that 135-ish, 140 range, and I wasn't really feeling like I was eating or doing enough to actually push myself further. So at that time, I pushed myself. So I went to football practice, which is about four hours long. It was a lot of cardio, a lot of training, a lot of handwork, and I also had in that four-hour span another hour of weightlifting. And I felt to myself, and this isn't true for everyone, but for myself at the time, I felt that wasn't enough. I was drinking about 150 grams of protein a day, uh, just protein shakes and not including my meals because I was going for a weight gain. I was going to the gym again after that football practice, doing lighter muscle groups and smaller areas of my workouts that I felt like I needed to do more in if I didn't get enough during the actual routine workout that I was set for football. And on top of that, my diet plan changed immensely to a lot of protein, high, high, not high fats, but um, a higher carb and a little bit of higher fats just to put on some more weight at my size, because I wasn't trying to genuinely lose weight at the time. I was trying to gain a lot. Now, supplemental wise, a lot of people at those areas and ages start hearing a lot about a lot of steroid uses usages and a lot of other type of supplements as in people would think growth hormones tercosterones lipid um excuse me um like laxos and a lot of different supplements that are good or aren't good for usage in your weight journey um i was actually introduced to a lot of those at that age and decided to kind of just build from that area as supplemental usage. So I started drinking a lot of protein. I took a lot of laxogenins, which is a good protein synthesis enhancer for the muscle when they break down to build back faster. And I would start taking those daily and continuously build myself from there. Now from about my junior year to senior year, I actually gained around 40 pounds of, and I'm not gonna say it's fully muscle mass because I did eat a lot to the point where I would say about five to seven pounds could have been a little bit of fat, but it was not an unhealthy amount to the point where it kind of outweighed the muscle mass I gained, but I gained a lot of weight to the point where the coach was very surprised um, on my journey. And it was just amazing. Um, from there, I then started to push myself further on the field, which led to an injury of pulling my upper uh, and my, my, uh, let me figure out my, it was my upper back. I completely tore the muscle in my uh, rhomboid minor and major and those muscles were just completely torn. And I think the minor was actually partially. So at that time I was out for about six months and I decided to not go into football and just continuously pursue my fitness journey and try to better myself because I felt at that time, if I'm not going to be doing anything for football and sitting on a sideline, I'd rather be doing something more. So I ended up dropping football and going from there into more of a fitness oriented health plan to better myself my injury and continuously build forward i would i did lose weight because i wasn't able to weight lift um as well as i would try to keep my diet consistent but it's very hard to keep a consistent diet when i didn't have a plan set around it with my weightlifting and cardio schedule um, but from there i built through that and as of today i am weighing in around 202 pounds um it's been about seven seven and a half years from there almost eight um, uh, my fitness journey. 
and the plans and the supplemental usages and the amount of cardio training set schedules that I had to go through. It may have been a lot of work, but in the end, the work does definitely pay off from what I absolutely, absolutely. And, 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 you know, let, let me ask you this, where did you get the information um, to help you to, as far as your, your diet, your meal plan, your, your exercise routine, you know, you had, you had said you had had a coach. Um, mm-hmm. Is that more like a personal trainer? Yes. Was, was that personal? Okay. So, t- so to elaborate a little was, bit more on that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, of course. So the coach I was um, explaining was um, actually my coach for football. Um, the cool thing about him is he knew a bit about nutrition as well. So um, he would tell us what we should be taking, what is like, you know, if you have to be on the road and go get food, he would tell us what we should be eating, what would be good for this, this, and this. But it wasn't honestly enough for me to understand. It was just basic knowledge that most people would understand already. Um, from there, a lot of stuff is actually easily found online. And a lot of personal training coaches online made ask you for a lot of money to get plans at this at that but a lot of people online actually would help there's a lot of youtube videos i actually um a lot of nutrition shops would also um the one i used to shop at down in um my hometown helped me out a lot as well to know what i should be intaking will help me grow muscles mass here they uh, restore faster be able to feel more energized throughout the day kill off the fat while building more muscle um a lot of that helped uh, a lot of youtube videos but honestly it was a lot more of a self-independent work on knowing how to build my own self um but definitely a lot of things online from weight some people that do weightlifting as well as bodybuilding have free access to what their plans are, which I actually use and build into my own plan instead of just copying it from, you know, top to bottom. And then from there, I would try to orientate myself to what my needs were. So if this person that gave me the plan was wanting to lose weight, but I needed to gain weight, I use their plan, but into a way where it's actually going to work with my own needs. So it's a lot of knowledge throughout the seven and a half years I've had that allowed me to build into my own planning i definitely say in the first three four years was very rough on understanding how to do that but throughout the time my knowledge was built by just the knowledge i was given from others sure sure and that's awesome so let me ask you this so what what actually and, and maybe i maybe i missed this but what actually inspired you what 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 mm-hmm. may i know you had the uh, injury and i know what 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 clicked in your head mm-hmm. and said you know this is what i want to do i want to go down this path i, I I want to gain muscle. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, I want to be bigger than 135 pounds. What, what actually inspired you to do that? Yeah, of course. So um, when I first started, honestly, I didn't really have any inspiring take. I was actually wanting to play football, which allowed me to want to like get in the gym and start kind of building myself. But out of the full experience of what actually made me want to drive further into it was from my junior year of high school, when I was actually playing, um, I wasn't in a position, uh, where I was, I guess, not good enough, but wasn't physically capable enough to actually do what I wanted to do in football. So when I went right. into my senior year of high school, I felt as I needed to pursue my career in football. I really did want to go into the college level before my injury happened, um, go into the college level of football and try to pursue it further from there. I also did play other sports such as soccer and track and field. So I was doing a lot of um, cardio activity, which I wanted to make sure – I didn't lose all my muscle mass and fat, which a lot of people will say you will. A lot of people will say you don't. There's a lot of, there's a fine line between where you are doing, what you are doing with cardio to what you actually are doing in the gym. Um, but it was honestly my, my, 
like want just to start on the football team and get seen my colleges that really pursued me to want to build more because at my level my age a lot of kids were very strong very big and they were doing a lot more than what I could do and I knew if I was put behind them I would not be shown more into the field and I was at a school that was seen by a lot of recruits so I wanted to show myself more than others so that's what I kind of had that driving factor to do better for myself right right I got you so now let me ask you this Josh what name names three of the top mass building exercises that you did to help you achieve that goal of gaining 80 pounds of muscle. And also what, what would you tell someone, what would you tell one of your clients or one of your friends, you know, if they wanted to get on that path, you know, of gaining a lot of muscle and, and weight, what, what kind of advice would you give them? What, what would, where would you yeah. tell them to start? What are your favorite type of exercises? Yeah, of course. So, um, funny enough, one of my exercises um, would, I started off liking squat a lot more for my lower body because I was stronger in my lower body. And then I actually transitioned to uh, being a little bit stronger in my upper body. Um, I'm not going to be very generic and say, oh, my favorite is bench or squat because I feel like a lot of people would just say that and use that for what they believe is right and building their muscle mass and what they want to do. But there's a lot more to it because your muscle groups are all split. You could say your chest, but there's a lot more muscles in the chest than just chest. So from that, I would say my favorite mass gain, um, cause there's two types of workouts. You can do a high rep, low weight or a low weight, or excuse me, um, higher weight, lower reps. Um, they both work differently. Uh, one would put more muscle on you, which would be, I believe it's hypertrophy uh, as well as power trophy, which are two different types of um, workouts in that genre. So I would like to do to gain more weight is I would generally say an incline dumbbell press to get a higher, a bigger front delt upper chest area. Because one thing that people don't realize is if they're continuously doing bicep workouts or chest workouts and they're not working certain muscle groups, they're going to be looking a little bit disproportionate. So I like to work on my shoulders a lot more as in doing front lateral raises or rear delts to get a bigger standing on my traps and shoulders down to my bicep, which I would do around um, in that area. I would do hammer curl into the transition of just regular curls, but not stopping in between. That's a good exercise I like to do a lot. gets me really good pump as well as gets me pushed more forward into getting into the next workout which a lot of people would do end up actually forgetting which is a forearm workout um reverse curls is a great one uh if you are working on just your biceps and not your forearms you're going to be a little bit weaker in your grip strength as well as your strength overall um, and then cardio in general is just amazing if you want to look bigger um and not in the way of just gaining weight looking bigger I say I would do an inline of 15 at a three and a half speed for about 15 to 20 minutes every day. And that one actually would burn off the fat and cal or burn off the calories that I would have in kind of overlay the uh, muscle and show it way more. So when I have more of that shred look, it actually generally would make me look bigger in a sense. Hey, that, that, that's awesome. Now, let me ask you this. If you, if you actually had a billboard, Okay. And you could put anything that you want on it. What would be on the billboard and why? Hmm. One big thing I would honestly put is, and I wouldn't try to say, we'll take this, do this, do that. Be more of a motivational billboard because a lot of people in their journeys tend to get up when they don't see results in six months, a year, sometimes 
um, which generally could be a lot of issues with like maybe body dysmorphia or whatever it might be going under their own mental status where they actually have results and not view it because they don't feel like they have hit what they want. But a big one that I would definitely say is to, and it's very generic one, but to never give up and keep pursuing until they hit their goal. And I would put a before and after picture on it of me or anyone that I feel like I've worked out with has have a great journey as well. And put your journey doesn't stop here, it will continue further. And that's like the greatest thing that I always see is I know what goal is it. I do from that goal and make that my starting point again and go further from there. Right. The, the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step, right? Exactly. So now if you were to, what would you recommend to someone? How many days a week would you train? And how much time would you give the muscle to recover once you train it? Yeah, so someone that is beginning in their fitness journey, I wouldn't say just jump into a full six-day-a-week type of journey that I do because it might be very exhausting for their body to jump into such a high-fitness-oriented like plan. I would tell them to start with a good three to four days because you can give yourself a rest day every day after your workout to allow your body to recover and get used to what you're doing to your body. I would say do that for about a month, month and a half, not too long to allow yourself to get ready and then jump it up to about a five-day mark. Now you can do that every day of the week and then leave the weekends to yourself or you can uh, do it every day of the week, leave a Friday and go into Saturday and then leave a Sunday. And then from there, when you feel like you're ready to pursue, uh, pursue the full six-day-a-week plan to do a full Monday through Saturday is what I do, give the Sunday as a rest day. And I tell people that you need a rest day. Your body needs to be able to recover. Um, allowing your muscles to break down needs to recover. And uh, just having eight hours of sleep might do enough, but just people one full of a rest day will allow your body to fully recover. And it doesn't mean you can't go into the gym if you really want to that day. I wouldn't do workouts. I would do more of a cardio day if you are wanting to go into the gym just to kind of burn off the extra calories that you have from that day. Um, but yeah, fully starting with a three to four, working up to a four to five, and then fully pursuing a full six day on your like third to fourth mark when you're feeling ready or in your time, more time is definitely needed if that's how you feel if you feel like you're ready before then then jump in six mark uh, i feel like it's honestly don't let your mental capacity stop you from doing what you can do allow you to know what your mind to body connection is and if you're feeling like i'm doing more harm than good pushing myself at a six day mark then definitely take a step back and then go see what good supplements would help rebuild the muscles faster all your tendons and ligaments to be stronger and be able to have a recovery process be heightened because all those things will actually help pursue your journey more right right now, since you and I both come from a similar background, I'm sure you've taken many tours in the gym, you know, taking people around and you've asked them about their fitness goals and why it's important to them. And, and oh, yeah. you know, what you've come to find, right? <laughs> Pretty interesting there. Huh? What, what, that, what you'll come to find, though, Josh, is, is you're going to have people that are going to come up with excuses, right? They're going to come up with excuses like, yes, well, I don't 100%. have the time, right? I don't have time. I don't have the money. I don't. You know, I, you know, I, I don't work close. You know, I have a job. I have kids, right? So if someone wanted to build yep. lean muscle tissue, right, and wanted to build some mass, but time was their concern, right, how, mm -hmm. would, you, how would you help that person out? What type of program? What would you recommend to a person that tells you that they don't have a lot of time to spend in the gym? 
I told someone in that case, and it's very it is different from like shifts at their workplace. They generally go home, go to work and go home and just go to bed and eat throughout their shift days or whatever. Uh, I tell people the best way to do it is if you generally don't have enough time. Try to wake up at least 30 minutes to an hour before, get a little bit more rest throughout the night, go to bed a little bit earlier. Now, the good thing is a lot of gyms are starting to open back to a 24-hour area which allows people to go at any time of the day not saying to use it go at three o'clock in the morning because sometimes your body needs the rest of the time and pushing during that period of time where it should be repairing isn't great um the idea of money excuse a lot of gyms are very cost efficient now as in the one go to the cheapest membership is ten dollars which a lot of people at that time if they don't have enough time because of work they are making at least ten dollars a month and i would tell them that um so in that case, I would say wake up about an hour early and do at least an at-home workout. A lot of calisthenic workouts can be done at home and a lot of muscle building ones could do as well. Uh, it's very easy to find simple weights, 5, 10, 15 pounds, because sometimes you don't need a weight overload in order to build muscle, but you can do a lot of repetition on the workout. There's a lot of things you could do at home. You can really pursue your fitness journey more. And if you can wake up an hour early or and just the gym is down the street try to make it to the gym i only only do if i'm by myself a 30 to 45 minute workout because your body doesn't need more than an hour and a half full of work and i include my cardio in at the end i have a little bit more time to myself as in doing fitness journey some people may not um but definitely try to fit in a workout as best you can in a time frame because people make the excuse that i don't have time but they'll have time to go hang out with their friends or do this on the weekends or this because Sometimes those people think that is the only time I have to socialize, which genuinely I socialize a lot in the gym with my friends and I get a full workout in as well. So I get kind of the best of both out of that. So there's definitely time in a lot of people's days that they don't realize can actually fit to do their fitness journey. And then one of the biggest excuses you're seeing is that I don't have time, which some of the time I'd say around 85, 90% of the time is just people making that excuse. Uh, Money is another one. Like I said, a lot of gyms are cost efficient. You could go buy a weight at home workouts where you're not actually paying for a gym membership. Um, there's a lot of ways to go around and just going to the beach and finding a heavy rock and like lunges or squats with a rock. I mean, I've done multiple things during the COVID period of time where the gym closed. I would do at home stuff. There's a lot of things that you can do going around. I've worked graveyard gyms before. I've done just throughout the where I could have said I didn't have enough time, but I still managed myself and give myself the time and the rest I needed so, that day. So I believe there's always a time where they can make and um, fit in a simple 20 to 30 minute workout. Right. There's 168 hours in a week, right? It only takes mm-hmm. three to four to get yourself in better shape, right? So, yeah, you know, last, anyway, last question here, Josh. Do you have any <clears throat> words of wisdom for our listeners? You know, something that maybe, you know, something I, I should have asked you that I didn't know enough to ask. Yeah. So a big word of wisdom, I like to tell a lot of people. Um, and there's actually two things is that a big one is giving up. Like I said on that billboard question I was asked, a lot of people tend to not see results in the future or wherever they're hitting, want to reach what they want to get to. The idea of weight loss is a big one for a lot of people who are overweight. During this COVID time, a lot of people would be stress eating um, and gain a lot of weight. I've heard of that a lot in my workplace when I worked at the gym. And I hear a lot of people, well, I'm just going to do cardio. I'm going to just do this. I highly, and I always recommend, even if it's the person selling you the membership, if you're going to a gym, to ask, what do you think I should do? Asking for help is never, never a bad thing. 
I tell people all the time, don't feel embarrassed to ask for help because you are trying to better yourself. And if someone does take that and use it as an embarrassing like factor, you're gonna make fun of you for it. That person is doing good themselves. Now, most of the time, and I'd say about 95 to 98% of the time, if you're asking for help from someone that has some fitness like mindset already, you will get help that they will give. Now, it's not going to be as a personal trainer or as what you can find online from like plans and whatnot that people will actually pay for. Those will definitely pursue your goals and needs a lot more. But asking for help is always the biggest thing. Another one that I will tell people all the time is a big thing now, and it was a thing in the past, is a lot of usage with steroids. Now, when you are through your fitness journey, you will definitely see a lot of things of, let's go with SARMs, which are selective androgen receptor modulator, which is basically a pill version of a steroid that will help your um your blood basically enhance and build your muscles faster. And it's over like a three month span, um, steroids in general, testosterone. I would highly recommend staying away from all those stuff. Um, I personally have, I've been working nutrition gym. I've been around the gym for about seven and a half years. I've seen it all, seen it all with people. And personally I have been in that area where I have tried some stuff. And if I were to be completely honest, stay away from it. It doesn't, you might enjoy the outcome. Your body doesn't enjoy it. It is thing you're doing self that is supposed to be done. And when you are doing that, you're going to also get an addictive mindset. Wow. I look great. I want to keep doing it. And further, further into this rabbit hole where you are going to be about 40, 50 years old and feeling like completely out of it. Just because you don't know what to do now because you took all the supplements that push your body to a limit where it's not supposed to be. And I've seen it. I've seen 21-year-old people that are, you know, benching five and a half plates and I'm not taking, they're taking this, 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 and this at a high level for over long periods of time, which I'm like, dude, we're nutrition. And I can tell you, we're not going to make it past a certain age with that usage if you're going to continue doing it. Um, and when I did take it, the I felt honestly a lot worse. Yes, the gains may have been better. Your health inside and out will or inside, excuse me, how inside you will feel genuinely a lot worse. I felt very de-energized and a lot. My emotions were very messed up. Hormones wise, you don't want to be messing with things that you can get naturally over a longer period of time. Yes, shortening the time might sound good, but outcome of actually reaching somewhere naturally as well as getting to your goals like a lot nicer to you and your pod than it is taking something that will actually pursue you into a more worse standing. So I would just recommend people take the correct supplements, take the correct stuff, use the right plans and always ask for help because help is always there with anyone that is in the fitness area. Absolutely. You know, I, I can't agree with you more. Yeah, always ask for help. I mean, there's just like you had stated before, there's a lot of people that help you on your journey. There's certainly been a lot of people that have helped me on my journey, you know, and hopefully uh, the information that we put out here today, Josh, uh, some people get some good information out of it and mm-hmm. take something with it. Uh, man, I really want to thank you for coming on the show. Oh, yeah. I appreciate you. You're more than welcome to come back anytime, you know, and uh, again, I want to thank you so appreciate much for you your information. Me. Absolutely, man. And I hope you have an of awesome course. day, the rest of your day. And okay, audience, stay with us. I'll be right back after this commercial break to close out the show. Teachers shape the future. Right now, in a classroom somewhere in the United States, there's a teacher inspiring a future scientist who'll make preventing pandemics their life's work. 
sharpening the mind of an aspiring environmentalist who'll help combat climate change and generating possibilities for a student who'll be the first in their family to graduate college. Explore a career that leaves a legacy you can be proud of. Teach. Learn more and receive free support at teach.org. All right. Welcome back from commercial break. I hope you enjoyed this episode with Josh. He has a great story. I hope that you take some valuable information from the conversation and can apply it in one way in your life, or maybe it just perked up your ears to make some changes in your health quest. If you're not subscribed, well, you need to be. Just hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of the episodes. Thank you in advance for all the reviews that will be coming in and let me know what topics you would like me to discuss. Remember, we are syndicated, so this show will be up on Up To Me radio channel and on the following popular apps, Spotify, Alexa, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Tinland. I look forward to serving you in the episodes to come. I'll see you next time around. Until then, cheers, take care. And as of always, Jimbo's in it for the win. Peace out.